Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, after investigating the disappearance of Vivian, the group broke into K-Ball Cthuddle's cellar and learned of the Disguise Self-Spell. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So the three of you are in K-Ball Cthuddle's cellar that has all this, you know, magical stuff. You've learned that, potentially, whoever seemed to be Vivian was using the Disguise Self-Spell, and you hear the commotion of guards... Uh, like, you know, in a nearby yard. What do you three want to do? I want to grab the spell book. You have it in your hands. Do I, is there, do I see anything else of note in the room? Uh, not that you caught. Uh, it, it looks like uh, 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 Thelonious looked over the room and wasn't able to find much of value. Okay. Then I think we have everything we can get here. We should probably leave before the guards figure out the uh, where the noise came from. Agreed. Absolutely. You yeah. guys uh, head out into the, the backyard, uh, and you guys can hear, like, on the opposite side of the wall, guards, like, talking and, like, you know, try, like, looking around. Uh, you hear dogs, you know, kind of, like, growling and stuff. Uh, I give Theo a pat on the back. I'm like, good work. <laughs> How do you guys want to get out of here? Okay. You want to head through the front? What do you want to do? Theo, can you send another one of those, like, distractions over in another yard and then see if you can draw them away? Yeah. You cast Prestidigitation again. Mm-hmm. Another loud uh, uh, boom is heard. Uh, what is the, the spell saving throw DC for, for you? Not on that spell, but on your character sheet. Oh. Uh, to be towards the middle of your sheet. Spell save DC. 13. Yeah, they all run off with the dogs, and they go chasing after the sound a few yards over that you make. All right, let us, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you guys head to the front. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check as you get to the uh, like the, the front yard. Natural 20. Nice. With a natural 20, you stop your friends, and you guys wait a moment, and you hear a guard run by the the front of the house. You wait a moment, and the coast is clear. Natural 20. Son of a... All right, so where are we going to head to now? Shit if I know. Well, do we want to take a look at... We still have the asylum to look at. There's the asylum. There's the underground waterway. You can check in with Orvalt. You can uh, oh. see if Maxwell found anything. Yeah, we should probably check in with. Uh, Maybe see what 
Orval, or with Maxwell found? Yeah, see what Maxwell found. All right, so head back to where he's met the Mertiel Elberge. Yeah, because we're right near it, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, you're pretty close anyway. Yeah, okay. so you guys go a few blocks over, and uh, luckily the explosion sounds you were making were in the opposite <laughs> direction of the Mertiel Elberge. Good call. And uh, uh, you guys uh, start walking down the street, and nobody stops you or anything. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, 15 minutes pass, and you guys walk the, about, a, you know, a mile to get to your, uh, uh, you know, like the basically the bed and breakfast you've been staying at, and you see Fritz is outside talking with uh, what looks to be a uh, city guard, as well as uh, uh, maybe like a, a just some random person. You're, you're not sure who it is. It's uh, uh, like seems to be a human. Do we pick up any words as we're coming along? Oh sure, yeah. They don't they don't tone down their volume or anything. Fritz is it actually seems like Fritz is kind of keeping a level head in the the situation. He's like, no, no, accidents happen. I'm sure. And the human is like, listen, we pay a lot of taxes to make sure things like this don't happen. What do you mean explosions are happening? That was horribly loud. And this like really pretentious guy, maybe a neighbor, is talking with the guard and the guard's like, "Listen, sir, we're, you know, investigating. I've only caught bits and pieces. They're, you know, I I'm, I'm just here, you know, patrolling around." And he sees the three of you walk up and he goes, "Uh, sirs, miss, uh, uh, did you see anything suspicious?" We heard a we heard a loud noise. Yeah, we, a couple of them, like three three of them as a matter of fact. Oh, strange. Uh, I'll I'll continue investigating. He says, uh, and he, it looks like he's trying to get away from the the, the man. He's like, uh, "Pardon me," and uh, he says, uh, "Mr. Burial," and he takes off his hat and he goes, I, "I definitely appreciate your cooperation." He puts his hat back on. Looks like he shows a lot of respect to Fritz, who is very kind to him. The human he doesn't really pay much mind to, and the also human guard. Uh, trots down the uh, the road. The human sort of throws up his hands and goes to walk, and it does look like he heads next door. Uh, Everything all right, Fritz? He goes, yes, uh, I heard a loud bang in the distance. Uh, a few of the neighbors came out. They seemed worried. I, You know, I, I, you know, things happen. Accidents happen. Uh, you know, it's a strange world we live in. You know, we just have to stay calm. Who is that? You three okay? Oh, yeah, uh, we're good. it's the neighbor. He's a, a very kind man. Yeah, it seems nice. Uh, and the guy, you know, uh, walks off in a huff. I... Make a uh, perception check, you three. Let's see if you can pick anything up from his mumbling. 14. Uh, 19. 10. With a 19, uh, you you catch uh, uh, you know something like, mm, haunted-ass neighbors. <laughs> and, he, and that's what he mumbles under his breath. And Fritz just pays it no mind if he heard. You're not sure if he did or not. Uh, and he just sort of smiles and he says, uh... I I do believe your uh, uh, friend, uh, uh, Mr. Steelbreeze, is uh, inside. He just came in. Awesome. Let's go take a look. Let's go take a chat with him. Absolutely. Uh, come on in. Uh, he says, I'd be more than happy to prepare a, uh, a light brunch for you. That would be fantastic. Yep. You're the indeed. best. And uh, he says, we have wonderful fruit juice and a very wonderful champagne from the family. Oh, Ooh, I'll take that champagne. Sounds delightful. He Fritz. he absolutely will make you mimosas and uh, give you you know a little bit of slice of melon you know with uh, uh, whatever you know light you know meal he's preparing and you guys head in and uh, uh, do you check uh, like Phil Maxwell in yeah he goes ah wizards always trapping doors I know man now I got to buy a new grappling hook and everything it sucks well I uh, tell you what uh, uh, young master I. I don't uh, climb up roofs as, roofs as often as I used to, so uh, you know you can go through my gear upstairs and grab the grappling hook. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. He nods. He goes, "Anything for you, sir, young master." So, so what'd you find out? 
says, uh, here, K-Ball Kafuddle. Uh, went into the orphanage years ago. I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, something like that. Uh, said he was looking for an apprentice, uh, somebody he could give a better life to. And uh, he found this girl. I don't know what kind of magic was used, if any. I don't know if it's just he felt bad for her. But uh, according to the uh, people at the orphanage, uh, which I uh, had to grease the wheels a bit. So if you have a couple of gold pieces that can hold me over, I'd appreciate it. Uh, but, uh, you know, they uh, said that uh, uh, the, the poor girl, this uh, Vivian, uh, she uh, was quiet. Didn't talk with many people, didn't get along with a lot of the other kids, but uh, yeah, just a, a, a pretty average girl. And I guess uh, uh, after an investigation, because I guess in this city they they uh, you know fo- do follow ups. So long as the the kids stay in the city, they they don't want them you know shipped off as slaves or something. They uh, you know check in and everything seemed fine. I guess fine. I guess. Did anyone at the orphanage mention anything about a pair of boots? No. Uh, I, I I double checked to make sure there wasn't anything that maybe they had of hers, and they said she was found in a basket, and uh, that was it. Well, that matches some, up with what I found. Yep. Some rainy some rainy night or something. I don't know. I uh, he says that's about all I found. Uh, he says the uh, orphanage uh, is owned by uh, that counselor in the uh, church district, uh, Abraham Abraham Goldbeard. Really? Uh, yeah. I guess uh, uh, he he's you know, uh, I guess made a lot of strides for the city uh, in you know making ma- making sure orphanages are maintained. Seems seems like a legit guy, I guess. He kind of nods. You feel like he's legit? I mean, he put in laws to make sure that they can't sell orphans to slavers. Seems pretty legit to me. Hard to argue with that. I've never. Uh, uh, sent a kid to an orphanage. I've never had to uh, be adopted, but as far as that goes, uh, it seems like a pretty legit thing to me. I guess he's running for or or being convinced by some of his peers to go for uh, this governor position. He doesn't seem to want it. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Do you know why others might want him to have the position? Do you think I it's just know. respect? I presume respect. I mean, they might have an agenda. You know, these politicians. Of course. And uh, he says, well, that's what I found. Uh, he says, you guys think that maybe that little girl was uh, a monster? Um, I don't know if she was, but whatever monster we're chasing turned into her at some point. Huh. Or used some kind of magic to look like her. Well. Which, again, brings up the question, what happened to her? Right. I mean, but but I mean... The, one of the stories that brought us here, Young Master, was a monster in a tree, right? Some scary-looking thing that some barmaid saw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's now dead and maybe eaten? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, why didn't the thing disguise itself then? Maybe it didn't have the spell that it needed then? Didn't acquire it till later on? I don't know. Well, I maybe don't, it didn't have time? I don't know a lot about magic, but I mean... Well, I mean, your friend here, Thelonious, he, he he's, seems pretty quick on his feet with magic. You know, you, you snap your fingers and spells go off in the matter of seconds, right? Yeah, pretty much. That just seems weird that it wouldn't work that way for this person. And it also seems weird that, I mean, if this thing is some kind of monster, what is it, taking magic lessons on the side? Maybe somebody, Shrugs. Maybe somebody cast the spell on it. 
Uh, you take a look at the uh, spell there, uh, Alice, uh, in your book, the description, and uh, it only works on self. Okay, I'll let them know. It, you it, can't cast it on someone This else. particular spell, Disguise Self, if this is the exact spell, can only be cast on yourself. It takes hmm. the span of what's considered an action, which in like real-life terms is the matter of six seconds. So six seconds, and they could disguise themselves. So why didn't they? Does the spell require any specific ingredients? Verbal, or is it just a spell? verbal and somatic components. So you have to say a few words, wave your hands in a certain way, and the spell is cast. No components have to be used. It's a very simple spell. It's a level one spell. And it's not the perfect spell, as you guys know, because, it, you know, in this case, you know, Vivian was very much taller than what she actually would be. And as far as that goes, you know, like when somebody felt the back of her head, they felt like a lump. So something had a bony head, protrusions on the head, horns, maybe, who knows? Does it say anything about limitations as to what it can turn into? Does it have to have... Only similar body proportions. So so long as the, whatever it was, or whoever it was that turned into Vivian, so long as they had standard legs, standard arms... I mean, anything else can kind of be concealed so long as it's not, like, extra limbs. But it can fly. Mm-hmm. So, so long as the wings were tucked back, then presumably it would be okay. You know? So what's seven feet tall and has wings? Not a dragonborn. Dragonborns don't usually have wings. Some dragonborns can, like, grow wings as a part of, like, magical, like, abilities and stuff. But, like, not really, like, most dragonborn do not have wings. Demons? They have. Demons and devils can potentially have wings. It depends on the kind they are. That could be. This might warrant further investigation. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that research. point, it could be a lot of things. Gargoyles. It could be, you know, uh, you know, quite a number of things have wings. So right now we're dealing with something that can look like almost anything else and only has to worry about its height. Great. Uh-huh. I... Though it, it doesn't, you know, it's not actually, like, it turns into that person. It's like, you know, so if, like, you went to, like, shake their hand, they would be, like, you know. It's just an illusion of what that yeah, person would look exactly. like. exactly. They feel the way they would feel. So if, like, let's say they have spikes all over their body, as an example, you would, like, hold out your hand. And even if it seems like soft flesh, it would be like, ow, and you would hurt yourself, you know. Guys, did anyone make any contact with Vivian? No, in fact, I think she backed away from us a couple times. She kept her distance, for sure. Yeah. She also stayed out of classrooms. She didn't try to talk to anyone. She didn't talk to Kibo Freedom Peak. She didn't talk to Wendy when you went to talk to her. She just sort of followed you guys around when she realized that she wasn't going to be let go when she wanted to go talk to a friend or stay with a friend. So why didn't this monster, why wasn't it able to disappear this time around? Yeah, why didn't it get out? I, oh my god, it wanted what was inside the safe. Yeah. It wanted the boots. It wanted which, we, boots which we well, opened up. And willingly we, gave it. Yup. <coughs> you sure did. I'm, maybe, I'm thinking maybe we go to the sanatorium now. <laughs> maybe this is like a hideout for this thing. Maybe something is, maybe Vivian's there. Maybe it's a place we can have. And we've been told that there's been disturbances there lately. I, I think it's at least worth checking out. It seems yeah. 
So I'm as good at any. Yeah. I, I want to stab something, and that uh, seems a good place well, to stab some shit. Well, at this point, we're, what, what else we what else are we going on right now, right? <sighs> yeah, you you guys have other people in the city you can talk to, you can uh, interrogate. I mean, there's plenty of people you can talk to, but you do know that there are strange things going on in the city, and I mean, you we can should, definitely investigate them. We should probably look into the asylum sooner rather yeah. than later. No, I agree. Let's go. Uh, Maxwell nods. He says, "Daytime." He says, that's when I would go to an asylum. I would agree. And he nods. He says, I uh, wish you luck. Uh, if you need anything, come on back and I'll, I'll do what I can. What time of day is it right now? Oh, it's like afternoon. It's like at this point after a conversation and your meal, noonish. All right. So maybe we do this tomorrow. <coughs> it would take you about an hour to head across town. Let's oh, go over bad. there. Yeah. yeah. Let's right. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys head across town. I. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, it seems like uh, uh, you know it's getting busier, harder to walk through the uh, areas. You guys, uh, uh, as you're walking down the uh, the road, you see a uh, what seems to be a group of merchants uh, nearby the merchant district as you're passing through it, uh, and they're all uh, having a discussion. If you guys want, make a perception check. I can maybe tell you a little more. <coughs> two, Ooh, seventeen, ten. With a two, they're uh, uh, Thelonious. You look up, and they have big packs. They look like they're merchants. That's about all you pick up. Uh, with a, a 10 and a 17, they're not talking very quietly. Uh, they're talking pretty loudly. Uh, you know, And uh, uh, one of them is like, man, he's like, I can't believe how screwed I've been. And the other one's like, no, no, you're doing fine. You're doing okay. You're, you're, you know, you're back on your feet. Everything's going to be a-okay. Looks like it's uh, 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 a human and a dwarf. Uh, looks like there's a few other people around, but that's those are the two talking. Uh, and the uh, the the human is the one saying like, no, 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 like you're you're gonna be fine. You're everything's gonna be a okay. And the dwarf kind of like you know crosses his arms. He goes, man, I I I had I had it made over in Obsidian Town. He's like, I, I was doing so good, business was booming, and then this miserable family screws everything up. It kills me. It kills me. We were doing so good. And then the, the Obsidian family that run the town, they get attacked. And this guard, this family that's guarding them screws the pooch. This is terrible. It's, it's friggin' horrible. I can't. They, that damn kid should be hung for this. And you guys walk by. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, Hannibal, you hear this as well as uh, Alice. Uh, if you guys want to stop, you can. But otherwise, you can continue on. Well, you can just keep that, going. We can, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, as far as that goes, Thelonious, you don't even bother listening. You're not that intrigued. Something up that obsidian and you just walk <laughs> by. Uh, and uh, and you guys continue on uh, across town. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, you guys head on uh, across town. You go through the uh, uh, merchant district. You go across a bridge uh, and uh, arrive a little bit in the government district. Head on down the elevators. Go through the shipping district, and you guys are now in the dragon district. And uh, the the tents and stuff where a lot of the dragonborn live start thinning out. And you guys uh, head down the way, and sure enough, you know after maybe an hour, hour and a half of getting across town, you guys see uh, up on a hill with a path that kind of like coils, you know, back and forth, leads up to this huge, huge building. 
It looks like it's maybe like three stories tall. Uh, it looks like a lot of the windows are shattered and there's like boards in like front of a lot of the windows. It looks like it's just this like derelict giant building. Do we see anything kind of going on moving, moving in the windows at all? Make a perception check. Uh, all three of you can make perception checks. Natural 20. Natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> 11. Point. With an 11 there, Thelonious, you, you take a peek up and uh, 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 nothing seems to catch your attention. Uh, Alice and Hannibal both immediately point and uh, there's no movement in the windows that you see. Uh, however, you do see the, uh, it looks like there's an old, old sign that's like, you know, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, like just smashed up. You can barely read it, but it looks like the asylum was once known as the uh, NN Luna Solar Asylum. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, long, must have been a long, long time ago. Must have. Clearly very long. Uh, yeah, it looks very, the, I mean, the building is super old, and according to uh, the information you've been given, it has been closed down for a very long time. All right, so uh, we should probably head, in. head up. Sure. You guys walk up along the uh, the trail, and uh, uh, you guys get to the, the front door, and it's not so much locked as it is just boarded shut. It's just, like, boards crossed, you know, over and stuff, and, and it's, you know impossible to open without smashing off the boards or going through a window or something or maybe circling around and finding a back door i got a crowbar yeah, I crowbar would, would do it yeah, yeah. I have a crowbar also. yeah do you guys both want to make strength checks with advantage yeah sure absolutely make strength checks uh roll it twice take the better result let me know what you get 17 seven with a set with with advantage, yeah, yikes! <laughs> uh, it, like Hannibal pops off a board, and uh, in the meantime, Thelonious, you're like looking over, and you're just like <laughs> and just smashing them that like one after the other. Your your natural dragon might just sort of like kind of shines in moments like this. Uh, Alice, you yeah. get the unmistakable feeling of being watched, and you look up, and you don't see anything. There's nothing in the window. Guys, I think something's up. Oh, yeah, anything in particular? Yeah, you want to elaborate on that? You look up and you don't see anything. Oh, you mean mm. something's up. Something's <laughs> up. Oh. Are you going to go check it out and not tell us? Oh, I guess you did say something this time, so kudos <laughs> for that. I, I, Thelonious and Hannibal, you look up at the windows and you don't see any movement. There doesn't seem to be anything there. So you think someone's watching us? I think something's aware we're here. We should probably be careful. All right. Do we get this uh, thing Duly open? noted. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, uh, after after smashing off these boards, you guys uh, uh, get to the door, and it is unlocked. Like, the door itself is unlocked, and you open it up, and it makes this horrible, horrible creaking, like, like as you, like, slide it open, and the, the, uh, the noise just echoes into the halls, and you guys... Uh, Let's see. I believe uh, Hannibal, you're a half elf, and you're a high elf there, uh, Alice. So you guys have dark vision, right? Mm -hmm. You guys can see down the hall pretty well. Uh, for you, Thelonious, it's a little bit harder to see. The like it is broad daylight outside, but with so many windows boarded up, and this place under like you know like lockdown essentially, it's a very very dark hall, and the light from the front door sort of splashes into the hall and you can see maybe like 20 feet pretty well in front of you and then just light sort of just vaguely trickles in you guys uh walk in 
and you guys have uh, uh, like a, a large room that you are like in as you walk inside. Uh, it looks like there's maybe like an old like like table or desk or something uh, across the room. It looks like there's old furniture in here. Maybe this was like a waiting room of some kind or something. And aside from that, there's one hallway that leads further down. Let's check out this room real quick just to kind of see if there's anything. Sure. Uh, you guys scope it out. Uh, if anyone wants, they can make an investigation check. If you want to just listen, make a perception check. Uh, if you guys want to make a survival check for, like, tracks or something, feel free. All right. I'll is do... It, I, real quick, is it worthwhile for me to do um, the dancing lights, or I can probably oh, sure. see enough? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dancing lights is going to give you a lot better vision, uh, right. equal vision to that. I'll go ahead and do it then. You create a bunch of balls of light that kind of follow you around, and you now can see a lot better. Okay. Uh, and uh, as far as that goes, yeah, uh, uh, what guy, uh, rolls are you guys making? I rolled uh, 18 for perception. For perception. I'll take survival. Survival. And investigation for uh, Thelonious? 17. All right. Uh, perception Seven. for you. And it was 17? Mm-hmm. Alice, you listen, and uh, you hear what uh, kind of sounds like... Uh, like a like a creaking sound, like a like a like a, a repetitive creaking sound coming from down the hall. Uh, what'd you get for survival? Seven. With a seven, you look around and everything's dusty. It doesn't look like there's any footprints you see. Uh, and what'd you get for uh, investigation? Seventeen. With a seventeen, uh, you uh, uh, take a look behind the desk, and it does. It looks like this maybe was like where a receptionist of some sort would like you know help people out. You don't really see much in the way of. Uh, uh, like, you know, particularly, like, you know, interesting notes or anything like that. A lot of the ink is faded. It's so old. Uh, but uh, uh, you do pull out uh, a s- small scroll, and it looks like something hastily was written. Uh, and the ink is is would normally be too faded to read, but because it was, like, very, very boldly put down initially, you can still kind of see it. Uh, it says, uh, uh, floor... Three, room seven, beware. Okay. I'll share that with them. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Well, I guess I know where we're headed. Yeah. Let's see what's so, going so on over there. So you said you heard a noise? There was a noise. There's, there's something in here. We should probably proceed <clears throat> slowly right. and cautiously. You guys step into the hall. And you see there's uh, probably about, like, four doors, uh, like, you know, two on either side as you guys, like, walk into this hallway. And it looks like this, uh, like, enters into, like, another larger chamber down the way. And then it looks like there's even another hall that advances from there. Uh, When you guys get into the hallway, you guys can now all hear it. It does sound like the, uh, of these four rooms, the furthest away, left, like, back left one, I you hear this like rhythmic kind of creaking sound. I think think we should stealth our way over there. Let's do it. Yeah, make a stealth check. (laughs) What'd you get? (laughs) One. Natural one? First of the day? 12. 13 and 12. So you guys creep down the hall, and Thelonious, you, as you're, like, stepping near the door, you step on a loose floorboard, and it just makes this, like, horrible, horrible creaking sound. Well, if it didn't know we were here before, it does now. I'm sure the dancing lights aren't helping either, our stealthiness. Probably not. But the creak is probably, like, causing, like, some sort of disco sound with, with the lights. <laughs> disco, I don't Dude, know what, what disco is disco? Is. Dude, 
<laughs> what the hell is disco? Anyway, uh, what would you guys like to do? Do you want to walk by this door? Do you want to open it? Do you want to like creak it open? What do you yeah, like creak it, creak it open a little bit. I'm gonna pull out my shield. Not a bad call. You grab out my your shield rapier. and you pull out a sword, and then be ready. I'll be behind those two. So <laughs> you, I, you I will creak open the door. All right. But yeah, I'll pull out. Uh, I'll. I have my bow ready, aimed like at the door. And you creak the door open a little bit, Hannibal, and uh, you see as the door is just soft, like just ve- just very, very, uh, uh, you know, tiny crack, you see uh, what looks to be a shadow that kind of like moves a little bit in the room. Can you uh, throw your dancing lights in the room a bit? I'd have to walk in there with it. Oh, you have to have line of sight. Right. Yeah. Well, I had dark vision, so. Oh yeah, I mean that's what you see though is a shit. Like all you like with a crack in the door, yeah. all you see is a shadow that's moving. All right, I suppose we should open the door a little bit more. And you open the door a bit more, and you see what looks to be uh, like a chair that's like kind of moving, and it looks like it's kind of rocking back and forth. Do you want to open the door the rest of the way? Yep. And you open the door. And it looks like it's a rocking chair. And the the window on the other side is like smashed open. There's no boards on it. And the wind kind of blows in a little bit. And the, the chair just sort of softly moves a little bit with the wind. Do you think it was just the rocking chair? I don't know. Let's uh, go into the room. You step in the room. Make a perception check. All of us? Oh, just him. Just so, okay. Do I still I still have my bow trained on the door, right? Uh-huh. Like eleven. With an eleven, you step in, and you stop, and you look up to the ceiling, and there's nothing. You look around the room, and it's just this smashed-in window, glass on the ground, chair creaking in the wind, and you step in, and your friends can look in behind you, and there's nothing. It's just the wind. That's all. The glass right. is on the inside. The glass is on the inside. As if some, somebody some smashed uh, in from yeah, outside. You, you look on the floor and you find a rock on the ground. It looks like maybe somebody heaved something in and broke it. All right. The window is, or uh, the hole in the window is maybe about five inches across, six, so, maybe a half you know, foot, something. Rock size. I yell, I yell from the hallway. So what do you see in there? <laughs> Thelonious, you you yell in, and your friends are are just sort of look back at you as you're just keeping your distance. <laughs> Thelonious, make me a uh, perception check, just you. Uh, anything you guys want to do in the uh, room in particular? Otherwise, still get an investigation check. Sure, make an investigation check. Eight. I'm still keeping my bow trained on the on the, like the the rocking chair. Just because uh, I'm outside the door, so it's just like it, pointed. Oh, in you're the outside room. the door. Yeah. Nineteen. Oh, then you can make a perception check as well. Oh. Uh, 19? Yeah. You look around, and there's, like, nothing. It's just this, like, old, old chair. Uh, it looks very, very decrepit. Uh, but aside from that, you don't see anything in the room. There's no bookshelves. There's no dressers. There's no cabinets. It's, like, this basically an empty room with this one chair. All right. I let them know that there uh, ain't shit in here. What'd Un- you get for perception? Unnatural 20. Uh, Thelonious, you I, I sort of look down the hall like where that large room was coming from. And uh, you thought you heard something for just a moment. Alice, you 
caught something out of the corner of your eye, and it seemed like something moved like past the the hall, like the hall, as if it was walking from one end of that room to the other side. Guys, I just saw something. I just heard something. Where is this at? It crossed over there from one side of the room to the other. The room I'm in. I thought it was the hallway. Yeah, it's the down hallway. the hall. Down in the, the hall, large yeah. room. Oh, all right. Let's go check it out. Are you guys leaving the three doors uh, uh, unopened otherwise, the other three doors? Yeah, I don't. Uh, Let's leave them unopened for now. Yes. And then we'll go check out. Yeah. So yeah. you leave the door open with the rocking chair was. Yeah. And you guys head down the hall. Are you guys running? Are you guys stealthing? What are you doing? Stealthing. I say stealth. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Your dancing lights are off currently, just so you know, because you yeah. turn them off. 23. 23? 21. 19. You guys creep down very quietly, and you're much more careful now. You're a lot more on edge. And you guys get to the end of the hall, and you see what looks to be, maybe it was like a cafeteria of some sort, like a lunchroom or something. You see a bunch of dining room tables. Uh, there's probably about three of them. Uh, a lot of the chairs have like broken legs, fallen over. Uh, as far as that goes, you take a look around, and at a quick glance, you don't see anything moving. Make a perception check. 19. 17. 17. With, uh, with 17s and 19s, you guys uh, uh, do hear, uh, like, because you guys are right at the edge, you know, kind of like against the, the wall of the hallway, just sort of peeking in. And you guys stop for a moment and sort of listen, and you guys hear something around the corner, maybe about like 10 feet away from you. And something breathing is breathing heavily. Like if you guys are on the like at like an L junction, basically, somebody is right around the corner, maybe about 10 feet away from you tops. It's Jared from Subway. No? Oh. Um Who's Jared? What's Subway? <laughs> All right, so um, peek around the corner. I weapon in hand. Yeah, shield and sword in hand. I'm gonna jump around the corner. You know what? Let's jump around the corner. And uh, so this, is, I, I want to know what everyone's action is, so <laughs> I know. So you're jumping around the corner with your rapier and your shield drawn. What are you uh, doing there, Alice? Uh, are you waiting or are you gonna no. jump around as well? You wanna jump behind me? I, yeah, I'll, I'll have like. A few feet of distance behind Hannibal with my bow drawn. You have your bow drawn and ready, and I'll be a few feet behind Alice. <laughs> yeah, get get maybe get maybe get a spell ready, something that can actually do something. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. So you guys are are prepared with actions, whether it's casting magic behind Alice, <laughs> having a bow and arrow drawn behind Hannibal, and Hannibal is front line with a, a sword and shield, and you guys all act at once and jump around the corner. Ha! <laughs> And you jump the corner, turn, and there's a man standing there. And he's, like, just sort of, like, wrapped up in what looks to be, like, a like, like a straight jacket. Like, this, like, white cloth binding that has his, like, hands, like, down at his, like, back and side. And he's just hunched over, and he has, like, a blindfold on. And he looks like he's, like, maybe been beaten or something. He has, like, like bruise marks he's like bloodied it looks like uh, uh make a medicine check if you like and i can maybe tell you a little bit more and what'd you get there that would be an eight 
With an eight, uh, it's a little hard to tell. It looks like maybe his nose is broken. It's a little like off center. Four. Four? Yeah, you can't really tell much more than that. Eleven. Uh, with an 11, you think maybe his nose has been broken multiple times. It looks very disjointed. You think maybe it's been like broken, healed, broken, and it's just like really, you know, out of like alignment. Uh, he seems to be human. Uh, he has like, gr- like kind of like graying hair. Uh, it's a little longer. It just sort of drapes down in front of his face, and he is breathing heavy. Hello? And he just breathes. Can you hear us? Can you respond? And then he slowly turns his head in your guys' direction. And you can't really... He's like got a blindfold on. He just sort of looks in your direction just vaguely after he hears your voices. And he says... The worms won't come out. The worms won't come out. The worms won't come out. And he just leans his head down and just bites into his shoulder and tears. And you guys see something coming out of the wound. Make me an initiative check. Oh, good lord. Let me know what you get. That is a 13. 18. 22. Ooh. Uh, so Hannibal first, and then, uh, Alice, what'd you have? Uh, 13. And then you had... 18. 18. Okay, perfect. So Hannibal... Oh, 19. Even better. Uh, so Hannibal, Thelonious, and then Alice, and then, well, whatever yep. this thing is. Uh, Hannibal, it's your turn. My turn. Yeah, yeah. So this thing has... It bites into its shoulder yeah. as it leans down, and you guys see tendrils of like flesh coming out of the wound. They're kind of small right now, but they're starting to unravel and like kind of like rise up into the air. Okay. Uh, I, we should attack this thing. Yeah, not a bad call. Uh, I am going to attack it with my rapier. By all means, seventeen. Uh, Seventeen's a hit. And nope, that's not it. Right. D eight. Yep. There you go. Seven. Seven damage. You stab into the thing, and as you pull your blade out, you see more of these, like, thin, uh, fleshy tendrils start coming out of the wound that you opened up. Well, gross. Thelonious, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to firebolt this guy. By all means. That's a D10, is that right? A D20 to hit. Oh, D20 to hit. Yeah, D20 to hit. And then you're rolling the, adding the spell attack bonus. Um, so I add the spell attack bonus on top of that? Yep, to the roll, yep. 13. 13's a hit. Okay. Now the D10. Yep. D10. D10 damage. Three. Three fire damage. The uh, the flames hit it, and it doesn't open a wound. You don't see more of these tentacles coming out. Alice, it's your turn. I uh, let loose an arrow. By all means. Let me know what you get. And then I add attack bonus. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, D20 plus your attack bonus, which should be for you, I think, dex pro- plus proficiency. And let me know what you get. That'd be a 13. A 13's a hit. Right. Uh, don't forget sneak attack damage because your buddy Hannibal is next to this thing. Yes, so I get t- 2d6. Uh, I think it's the d6 for the short bow and then an additional d6 for the sneak attack damage, unless it's 2d6 sneak attack on top of an additional no, I think d6. It's one d- I think it's 1d6 for the short at bow, 1d6 level. for, yeah, and then yep. 1d6 for the sneak attack. And then add your dex bonus to damage. And let me know what you get. All together. 
8 plus dex bonus is 3, so 11. And uh, you have an arrow fly out, hit the thing in the sh- uh, its other shoulder, and more of these like fleshy tendrils start coming out. They're like this weird, like pinkish reddish color. Ugh. I back up about ten feet. Absolutely, you back up, and now Thelonious is in between you and uh, <laughs> Hannibal. I uh, the thing's tentacles come out, sort of form together, like uh, like kind of knot together, and uh, uh, it just sort of becomes this like blunt instrument that it swings at you, Hannibal. It goes to a swing. And what's your AC? 18. It uh, does not pierce through your armor. Your shield bounces it off. And uh, uh, it immediately, as soon as like it does that, you hear it just whispering like, They won't stop coming out of the worm's And just mutters under its breath. Uh, it is now your turn again, Hannibal. I will stab it. By all means. 24. That's a hit. Six. Six damage? Yep. You stab your uh, sword into its guts, and uh, the thing kind of goes limp. The tendrils of flesh start, like, almost as if they want to try to, like, reach out to you or something, and then just go limp, and the body falls off your sword and hits the ground. It's dead, right? It seems to be. All right. What do you want to do? I want to investigate this thing. Sure, by all means. So just investigation check? Uh, medicine check first, if you please. If you want to just root through his belongings without looking at the body, then yeah, it'd be investigation. Uh, medicine check is a six. With a six? I, uh, You flip the body over, look at the wound, and the tendrils of flesh continue to move a little bit, and you kind of know to back your hand off. All right, I'm going to take a couple steps back. Sure. You take maybe like, you know, five feet, you know, step back. Uh, I don't know that this thing's dead. Maybe we should... Uh, Hit it again. Good call. Firebolt? Yeah. You launch a firebolt into it. Uh, you don't have to roll. Okay. It's just prone on the ground. You smash a fireball, a firebolt into it, and the, the it singes it, and what do you want to do next? Do you want to poke it, it again? It, see what's wait. going on? Uh, can I put an arrow into it? You launch an arrow into it, and it hits into it. Does it look like it did anything? <laughs> I mean, it's just still a prone body. Are the tendrils still moving? Make a medicine check. Somebody else make a medicine check. <laughs> five. With a five, you get close, and sure enough, they're moving. Uh, and you kind of back off a little bit. Well, shit. Well, how the hell do you kill this thing? I mean, the body is not moving, It, but the tendrils of flesh are... And they're not attacking. They're just sort of moving around. They're just sort of like softly like kind of like moving in your guys' direction as you get closer. All right, maybe we should just back off and move on. We do want to just leave it here moving like that? What the hell are we going to do with it? Is there anything else to investigate on the body? I mean, you can root through its belongings. Yeah, let's do that. Absolutely. Go go ahead and make an investigation check. 18. With an 18, you go searching through the the body, and it, like, has this, like, straight jacket thing on it, and you try to get through it, and it's kind of hard to, and you reach underneath it, and it looks like it's wearing, like, like just dirty rags underneath. You can't feel anything. You don't feel keys. You don't feel, you know, any like coin purses or anything. And as you move your hand around underneath it, you can feel those fleshy, like, like almost like, almost imagine like the feeling of like seaweed slowly, like softly rubbing against you. It just softly touches you 
as you rub your hand like underneath to feel the body to find if it has belongings and you pull your hand out and it doesn't like it can't it doesn't seem to have the strength to attack you or anything but it just sort of gives you this weird uncomfortable feeling as it like softly touches your flesh can i take my rapier and put it through the body's uh torso you slam in it and the fleshy tendrils if anything grow with another wound in the body and they don't grow like they explode out and attack you or anything, but they, it, whatever is inside this thing doesn't seem to be dead, but it doesn't seem to have the power to do much of anything. Do we know what this thing is? Make an arcana check. You're not really sure. This is weird. Six. 18. 19. With an 18 and a 19, it's, it's nothing you've ever heard of. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a zombie. It doesn't seem to be a skeleton. It's not uh, a ghoul. It doesn't seem to be undead because the body's dead and not moving or anything. It seems like there's something like living inside it, but it's nothing you're familiar with. Uh, you can try a nature check, but like there's nothing in nature that this is. All right. So this thing's weird. Which I guess at that point can tell you at least one thing is if it's not found in nature, then it's likely an aberration. Right. Which, if you want to know more about what an aberration is, you can roll Arcana on that. Seven. The seven uh, beings beyond time and space. You don't know a lot about them. All right. So there's not a whole lot we can do with this thing at this point. I think we just plow forward, try to go to that room seven. What about those other three rooms? Oh, you want to do those three rooms first, or we head up to that See, other one? Else in there. All right, sure. You guys, you guys walk down to the the hall. Uh, make a perception check for me. Should we each take a different room? Mm, I think we should probably all stick together, just in case. Agreed. I mean, there's three of you in two Cowards. rooms. Nineteen. Four. Fifteen. <laughs> you look so horribly. I'm so sorry. Uh, you all three listen, and you hear nothing coming from beyond the three doors. I think we move on to the third floor. Well, we're going to open the room. We're going to open the, the doors. Let's just open the doors. <coughs> you guys okay. don't hear anything, uh, but yeah, do you want to open the doors? <clears throat> yeah. And are you uh, following Thelonious's plan of opening them all up at once, each a door, or are you guys just opening one door? Let's open one door first. The one across from the door that's already open. Absolutely. I ignore them, and I burst open a different door. We stop opening the doors that we're standing next to. <laughs> so are you timing it to when they open a, the, the, yes. their door? Absolutely. So Hannibal opens up a uh, door, and immediately you see Thelonious, like, with a smug <laughs> look on his face, open another door. Uh, the door that you're in front of, Hannibal, you look inside, and it's just, like, it's dark, I. Uh, which you can see through because it's dark vision. You know you have uh, the window is all boarded up. Uh, as far as that goes, it looks like maybe this is like has like filing cabinets or something in here, like uh, uh, like you know a lot of like records or something kept here, old papers. Uh, nothing moves, nothing jumps out at you. Thelonious, you open a door as well. Roll a d twenty for me. I hope this kills you. <laughs> I'm I'm like turning around as 13. the door breaks, and I'm just glaring in that direction. The door doesn't break. I mean, they're open, so he just opens it on up. And uh, uh, Thelonious, you peek inside, and I, uh, uh, you see uh, much the same. It's like you know, really dusty. It's dirty. Only in your room, instead of like what he sees, like files and stuff, like old paperwork, you see a an old bed. Like kind of like just sort of slid to the middle of the room, and it looks like there's straps on it. Okay, I, 
Can I investigate it? Sure. Uh, uh, specifically, make me a medicine check. Uh, if you want to search those yeah. records, make an investigation check. And uh, uh, Alice, what are you doing? I'll pop open the last door. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, what'd you get? 16. Uh, with a 16, uh, you uh, uh, notice really dark markings on the bed. Uh, you think that blood had been stained there a long time ago. Okay. Quite old. Uh, what'd you get for uh, your investigation check? One. Ooh, second of the day, right? Your second of the recording session? Yes. I, uh, you, I, uh, uh, open up one of the, the, the drawers and you're sifting through stuff and you see, uh, just old papers, you know, it's, it's all dusty, it's all moldy, nothing really, you know, strikes you as, as catching your attention or anything. And as you stick your hand deeper in, you feel this like sharp prick. And, uh, as you pull your hand back, a rat goes flying off your hand and scurries away. You take three points of damage. Great. What happened in there? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Alice, uh, you open the last door? I open the last door. Uh, you open the uh, the last door, and you see uh, uh, a, a fairly empty room. Uh, you see what uh, like a broken down like bed, uh, you know, smashed up like a uh, dresser, and uh, otherwise you see in st- old old stained blood along the walls. It I. Uh, I uh, it just says help me. Uh, can I take a look at that? Yeah. Investigate. <laughs> Make a medicine check. <laughs> Let me know what you get for medicine. That'd be thirteen. With a thirteen, I uh, you think the amount of blood that was used to write help me is probably came from about two or two and a half bodies. There's a lot of blood that wrote in large lettering help me okay i turn around and go to tell them what i found yeah do we all just head back in the middle of the hallway you, and you share guys, what yeah. we share what we saw you see uh hannibal, hannibal's poor yeah, finger yeah hannibal's like you know finger is uh uh like throbbing it has like a like a, a, sl- a slight cut on it uh and that's and you guys trade info i throw a handful of trail mix at Thelonious. <laughs> i mean Thelonious didn't bite you I take some of it and eat it. <laughs> he catches, see, delicious, right? He, he catches some of it's it not and bad. throws it in his mouth. You see the rat pick up a piece of trail mix and scurry away with it. Fuck you, rat! <laughs> and scurries away. All right. Can we finally head up to this third floor and see what the hell's going on here? Maybe we should go to the second floor first. I mean, you do have to go to the second floor before you can get to the third floor. All right, let's walk up to the second floor, take a look at the general layout. Wait, 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 is it, do we, have we seen everything in the first floor? Uh, no, uh, you you guys uh, at this point don't even know where the staircase to the second floor is. You guys uh, know that there's this large like cafeteria. Basically, there is another hall on the other side of that room. All right, so we go to the other hall first. Sure. Okay, you get to that Let's... hall, and you guys uh, see a couple of doors: uh, one on the left, one on the right, and then otherwise you do see at the end of this hall uh, is a staircase that leads up. Let's check these doors. Yeah, sure. Let's do the one. On the left first. Fine. Absolutely. You good with that? I st- yeah, I st- this time I stand behind Thelonious, like between him and the next door. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have my sword and shield out still. You have your, your uh, armaments. Yeah. Uh, you guys uh, walk into the, like the, the dining room. You see that body is still there. You guys walk past. You guys go into the hallway, and you guys open the, the door on the left. Uh, you guys swing it open. And you guys see an old, dusty kitchen. It looks like this is pro- 
uh, where food was prepared for the asylum, the uh, sanitarium. Sanatorium? Sanitarium. Sanitarium. Uh, and it's uh, uh, a lot of, like, sh- you know, like, table space and stuff, like, uh, that have, like, uh, cabinets underneath. Uh, looks like it, it, at the time probably would have been a pretty well-kept kitchen uh, if it wasn't so old at this point. Do you guys want to split up and look around? It's a pretty large room. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a room. Yeah. Take a quick look. Absolutely. You see, you know, like, a cast iron stove in the corner. You see a whole bunch of stuff. Make me investigation checks as you look around. Four. Twelve. Four. With a four, uh, you uh, uh, take a look into the uh, the kitchen, and you you root through some drawers. You find, like, you know, old, old, dusty flatware and, and you know, like, uh, pretty worthless silverware. It doesn't look like it's real silver, stuff like that. What'd you get uh, for investigation? Twelve. With a twelve? You take a look around, and uh, uh, and you're rooting through some drawers. You find... Uh, uh, like a like you open up a, a cabinet and a horrible smell hits you in the face as like, you know, ancient rotting food. You know, it just sort of has this grisly smell. Guys, I found the food. <laughs> yeah, Hannibal, what'd you get? Uh-huh. A one. <laughs> oh good lord. It's about to get bad, guys. Flip table, I'm out. Shit. <laughs> I Hannibal, you are are looking around and I I you Sort of turn the corner, like you know, looking around, and and you're you're having a hard time finding much of anything. And uh, as you you do so, you stop and you see a, a, a closet, uh, you know, a pantry of some sort. You open it on up, looking around, and immediately see this horrible worm-like creature. It's almost fills the entire uh, 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 pantry. Uh, it looks like there was like old preserved foods in here and stuff, and it's just like this worm-like creature has like these tentacles that come off it, and has like this like you know, uh, uh, and it sort of has its like kind of like backside to you as it's like sort of rooting around through this stuff, and you immediately are just caught off guard at the horror of this thing, and it sort of like drops this like jar of like old pickled eggs or something it was holding, shatters to the ground. The two of you just see Hannibal staring into the pantry but see nothing else. And the thing kind of turns and looks in your direction, Hannibal, and it doesn't have a worm's face. It has what looks to be like a humanoid face, and it just sort of looks at you, and it just says, Hannibal, I've been waiting for you. Tentacles lash out to grab you. Make a uh, initiative check. All of us? Oh, yeah. Well, so you don't want to help. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. 17. Six. Uh, let's see. So Alice had a 17. What'd you have there, uh, uh, Thelonious? A six? Six. And what'd you have? 18. Uh, 18. Uh, all right. It's surprising around on you is sending the tentacles out. You guys don't see what's in the pantry. You only see these tentacles reach out and and grab at Hannibal, who's just sort of like caught off guard and takes a few seconds before he starts grabbing and his like sword and, and shield and like realizes what's happening. Hannibal, it is your turn. I'm going to stab this thing. Oh, by all means. With a seven. You go to stab it and it just like it just sort of slides off its slimy body. Awesome. Indeed. Uh, let's see. After Hannibal is Alice, your turn. How far away am I from it? 
Uh, you're probably about like 20 feet from having a line of sight into the what's in the pantry. Okay. So I won't be able to get into range to attack this turn. Oh, no, you have 30 feet of movement. Okay. Um, so do you yeah. want to move 20 feet, get line of sight, see what it is first? Yeah, let's do, let's do that. You, you, you know, move 20 feet, you, like, dart across the kitchen, and you look into the pantry, and sure enough, you see this horrible, horrible worm-like being with, like, a human's face, and it's muttering something to Hannibal. What do you want to do? Now, how far am I from the pantry now? From the pantry itself, probably another, like, 15 feet away. Okay. Then I'll uh, I'll draw a bow. Sure, and, absolutely. And uh, knock back an arrow. Go ahead and fire. Be oh, a no, 14. A 14's a hit. All right. And mm. do I get have sneak attack? Yeah, you sure do. Okay. Poor Hannibal's right up in its grill. <laughs> it is 8 plus 3, 11, 12. All right. Okay, and Thelonious, it's your turn. So I got this breath weapon. Can I use that? Uh, is, your breath weapon is a, a line of lightning? Fire damage. Is it a line or a cone? It says line. Either Five way, by 30 feet. Either way, yeah, you would. Uh, Firebolt would, uh, is about the only attack spell I can think of you have that would not target Hannibal, who's right okay. in front of the thing. Can I put it to sleep? I have that as a spell. Um, yeah, yeah. You unless it's uh, immune to sleep, you absolutely can. Uh, so go ahead and roll for uh, the sleep spell. Uh, basically, it's just you rolling uh, dice, uh, and if it has that much or less in hit points, it goes to sleep. All right, just a d twenty. No, no, no. no. Uh, in this case, you would have to look up the description of the oh, sleep spell. Right. It is. Uh, I think it's like a a few d eight or something like that. Uh, you'll have to double check me though. Two d eight. No, roll 5d8. Yep, 5d8. All right, so that is, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think you just had a d8. Yep. Okay. So you're going to roll that five times, add it all together, and uh, so long as it has that much hit points or less, then it falls asleep. And let me know what you get. Things looking good? Yay, nay? Hopefully. 12. You cast sleep. And wave your hand, and the thing just sort of looks in your direction, Thelonious, shakes its head no, and looks back at uh, uh, Hannibal. Well, I tried. Looks like it has more than HP than that. So it's uh, more than 12 HP. Great. It's turn. Uh, it goes to uh, like just tighten the tentacles around you uh, uh, that are already on you. Uh, you take automatically uh, four damage. And it goes to bite you. Uh, and it misses with the bite. It goes to, like, lean in. And it's just its, like, weird human face. And it tries to snap down with its teeth. And you sort of pull yourself back just enough so that it doesn't bite you. Hannibal, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to attack. Absolutely. You pull your sword up again. Go to stab. Hey, this time I got a 20. Natural 20? Uh, unnatural. Oh, unnatural. Then you hit. Let's go ahead and give me damage. Four. And that's Hannibal's turn. You're still grappled. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. Uh, Fire another arrow. By all means. Let me know what you get. Uh, 14. Uh, It's a hit. Okay. Still have sneak attack. You would, yeah. I do like that part. Up in there. 
Uh, your, buddy's, your buddy's soon to be down its throat. I'm trying. I'm pumping this thing full what, of arrows. What'd you, what'd you, what was the damage? Ten, Ten damage. Another arrow flies into the thing, and uh, uh, and it still continues to move. Uh, Thelonious, it's your turn. I'll go firebolt. By all means. Oh, could I have switched weapons on my turn? Uh, as a bonus action, I allow it. Seven. Okay. You throw the firebolt, it goes flying past the thing, and it unfortunately misses. Its turn. Uh, it continues to squeeze, and you take six damage. Oh, God. Uh-huh. It tries to bite you and misses. Your defenses are a little too high for it. Uh, but the damage from it just, like, having you in its grasp is just squeezing in. How do I break free? Uh, as a standard action uh, on your turn. So it is your turn now. You can either make a uh, dexterity uh, check or a strength check to either break free or to squeeze your way out. It, it's against different abilities of it uh, to grab you. All right. Does it get an attack of opportunity if I... Nope. Okay. Not to break free. Like, if you move afterwards, it would, but... Uh, so I'm going to do whatever the dex check is. Sure, absolutely. Dexterity saving throw. So uh, what is a... 20? Uh, D20 plus dexterity bonus, and if you're proficient in that saving throw, you add proficiency. And no. Uh, 20. Na- unnatural 20. You break free. You squeeze out, and you're no longer being grappled. You have a bonus action and a move action. Uh, I'm going to take my bonus action, which is my second wind, mm-hmm. which gives me uh, 1D10 plus my level back in, in hit points. And you're going to stay where you're at? I'm going to stay where I'm at, and then yep. I have... Uh, then I have a sta- then oh that was my standard action and my bonus action so you would have a move action left but if you move you're gonna potentially get hit. Got it. Okay, so where's my D10 at? Yep. Right. Go ahead and uh, heal. I'll let you do that. Uh, now it's Alice's turn. Uh, so am I able to get up close with this thing now from here? Yeah, yeah. You can squeeze okay. into the uh, pantry as well. All right. So, uh, so yeah, with bonus action, I'll uh, rapier. Draw out. Uh, actually, I'm gonna take the short sword and dagger. Okay. Absolutely. Go to roll to hit with the uh, short sword. Okay. Let me know what you get. That is a unnatural 20. That's a hit. I'll go ahead and roll for the uh, dagger. That is a 7. Uh, the dagger bounces off it, but you uh, can apply the uh, uh, sneak attack damage to the short sword. Okay. So it should be about the same damage that your bow would As do. the bow, yep. So that would be 10. You stab your short sword into the things like, you presume, throat area uh, of this weird worm-like creature, and it just sort of, like, the human face coughs up blood, just sort of soft, like, sort of stares at Hannibal for a moment, and he goes, What you did to Obsidian Town will not be forgotten. And the thing just slumps to the ground and just sort of, like, almost, like, oozes apart the sword, hits the ground, and you guys are left in this quiet quiet asylum and that's where we're gonna go ahead and pause today's session Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. 
From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.